my man joe my man joe's gonna get up here um howdy, howdy. let's see it's been a little bit of a wild week uh everything is going rad getting prepared for east denver building some say that uh fifty thousand bitcoin feels good so a lot of lot lot more investor sustenance and investor interest and people are even re- investors are reaching out and even kind of like saying hey what do you got well, what's what's the latest and greatest? What's the what's the latest and greatest? Uh, and so a lot of stuff um, requests that we're getting RWAs, getting some uh, nice requests in RWAs. What we're getting requests in uh, anything SocialFi. So there's a big kind of like meme around SocialFi and Warpcast, um, things along those nature, and anything that's kind of like interesting new DeFi primitives are some of the requests that we're starting to get and getting interested in. But I'm happy to get people to to join in, hop up here, and then uh, figure out what we do on Kill Crypto. All right, we gotta get we gotta get our man Joe up here. So Joe, you gotta get up here, and me. And then what we do is we do. A one-minute pitch. We get a timer. You get one minute to pitch what you got. You know what your startup is, what your project is, and then what we do is then we give feedback. We either roast you, or we ghost you, or we host you. And while we do that, whoever we get somebody that wins and we get the best pitch, they come back and they they get to be host next week. See, that's how we do that shit. We get the shit right up on the spot. Can we get another person up here? Brian, can you hear me? Yeah. Now I can hear right you. On. Looks like we got Oleg, we got Igor, we got Ausauf. Yeah. We are definitely we getting some buggy stuff with this. Uh, I'm getting some buggy Twitter spaces stuff. So we'll, we'll work our way through it. I'm on a computer and uh, we'll go from there. All right, Joe, I, w- I didn't see who came in first. Who do you got first? I think Igor was here first. Igor. Igor. Yeah. Igor. Igor. <laughs> Hi, right, Igor. Can you hear me? Yeah, man. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm so excited and a little bit nervous. <laughs> you should be, bro. I <laughs> just must have yeah. Like, don't worry. It's not like the rest of your life or your whole entire future or mm-hmm. all status of everything that you're ever going to do from this yeah, point true. forward. Not yeah. at all. So I can start? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, so my name is Igor and I'm founder of SafeSoul. We are building security platform for web-free space. Our browser extension name is SafeSoul. It's like L2 solution for browsing routine. It's highlight scams or status in the layout Twitter or uh, before user click on scam links. 
Right now, we are working with Twitter, Google Search, and Marketplace. Also, we can integrate any user-generated website, just one click, like a friend tech. Also, we have a user reports. For example, last hack of Vitalik Buterin's tweet was hack detected and reported by our patrols with three minutes. And everybody who uses SafeSoul will be safe. Uh, security experts earn activity points for reports and uh, in future, we will redeem for a uh, token and rewards later. Our uh, right now we're closed beta. We have a seventeen hundred users and one hundred thirty k projects in database. Our goal to uh, end of this year fifteen uh, k uh, in users. Yeah, right. Yes, that's all. <laughs> what we are built. Right on, right on. Yep. Thank you for sharing, Igor. So it sounds like sounds a little bit like uh, like bug bounties. Yeah. What makes it different from bug bounties? Um, we we have a system with automatically and uh, one uh, system with patrols uh, reports, and we will distribute our token uh, for the real guys who will support us, and uh, we. Uh, integrate to the layout, uh, Twitter and, and other websites. Like uh, you can see a video in my page. Last video will be shared. This information. Yeah, and we can integrate to the any uh, social fi uh, web pages uh, like I say Frenzech and another like the bank, and we can um, show any information uh, about the any users and by the way we already have integrated with gitcoin and we will show passport uh, score in your account too in our extension okay give me an example with twitter mm -hmm. yeah uh, so uh if uh, you know this problem huge problem with twitter hacks or twitter uh, huge accounts uh, sim swaps uh yeah and uh, we uh, we have a patrols who uh, monitoring uh, 24 hours and uh, every patrols have a, a vote uh, and uh, we can uh, we monitoring and we uh, we will highlight uh, red badges in the in the twitter and we mark this scam all right there you are i hear what you got in um it's cool it, it is it is one attack vector it is it is a it's a prophylactic for your browser for your for browser wallet you yep. basically built a prophylactic go around and be safe as you browse and i get it so i mean that's one one type of thing i think you have this like really strange problem where that that what you're trying to do is you're trying to find all the bad things. And I think that's like an infinite like hole. So the thing that I, when I'm putting like an investor hat on, I go, there's an infinite amount of websites that are coming out of the gate, right? Like, mm -hmm. and there's an infinite amount of contracts. The, the amount of contracts being created on blockchains right now and then connecting to like decentralized websites or scam websites is unending. And so when you're kind of like telling me that, hey, these are gonna go through this unending like, uh, 
like unending black hole of data and time of trying to consume and evaluate, it seems nuts. And and that's never really like a good business model. Where, but at some point you have enough quality sites bootstrapped on board and pre-verified that you're like, okay, these are the real deal. So it feels more like one of these like DNS systems where you're gonna be able to create a trust score around a domain and kind of like like that versus like having a process to verify people either with insurance or verify people that are drugs versus trying to like go after this never ending thing. So I, so I, I'm currently fearful for you. Number one, number two is like anybody that's been rugged or hit on a scam link um, has felt that pain. The question is, it's really hard to market and distribute to wallets because there's so many anonymous users. So my, my second fear for you is the amount of distribution that you're going to be able to have. So you're going to have to spend a shit ton of dollars around brand advertising of like safe browsing and, and um, maybe, you know, enough people get together and there's a groundswell, but from a distribution point and from like a verification point, this feels very, very difficult to consume. You're trying to boil the ocean from my, from my point. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> It's a real uh, good question. And uh, we have a two system for uh, automatically. And uh, of course it's work like uh, Wallet Guard, Pocket Universe, every, every um, same product. And, uh, but we have a uh, real patrols who monitoring and it's our uh, feature. And uh, yeah, I, I'm understanding yeah. your question. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's problem, man. I, and, I, and I, you know, thank you for going after this because it's a real problem. I get the problem. I identify with the problem. I'm, I'm not totally sold on the solution. Um, but, you know, thank you for popping up. Uh, you know, Alpha Growth, Grill, can you, if you can throw up the, uh, the links in the nest, uh, I'll, I'll take a check out and we'll check out it later. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Thanks for joining. Thanks. Thank you. All right. I believe next up was Osaf. Hey, afternoon, guys. Can you guys hear me? Osaf. Okay. So I'll get started. So hi, I'm Osaf, the CTO of Chevy. Hello, hello. Um, can you guys hear me? I can hear him, Joe. Joe, bounce down. Come on back up. We got, we got Osaf. Awesome. Osaf, go ahead. Okay, so I'll also start. Uh, now I can't hear him. Rug Central. Can, if you can hear Osaf, can I get a thumbs up? Okay, Osaf went back down to listener. Oleg, you can hear Osaf? Yeah, yeah, I, I can hear, hear him. Damn. All right, let me bounce down and bounce back up. Osaf, you're going to have to pitch again. I was just saying that I could not hear him. wasn't a reflection on anything else. I hear him in the beginning, but right now I don't hear. Maybe I can go next. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're back. All right. Who wants to go? Well, we'll just we'll just keep on we'll keep on running through this. Yeah. Actually, I, actually, I can go if you don't mind. Yeah. Ola, go for it. We got a little little Twitter rug in there, and uh, let's let's get this going again. Go for it, Ola. Yeah. 
Okay, no problem. Hi, guys, and uh, nice to meet you. My name is Oleg. My uh, I'm CEO and co-founder of Binaryx.com. And uh, in Binaryx, we're building an infrastructure layer for RWA tokenization. And we currently have eight, uh, more than 8,000 customers and uh, more than uh, 700K uh, tokenized volume for the real estate. And um, the, we solve the most uh, biggest challenges in the world of the real estate tokenization and the RWA tokenization. Uh, find the proper legal framework that allowing us to build uh, and tokenize almost any asset without any problems through the new type of uh, entities like DAO LLCs. So uh, currently we develop a successful, successful platform and marketplace trading, trading platform and solution for services, service companies that provide in services for the real estate. Uh, tokenize it real estate, I mean, and uh, we scale in our business. So that's what we are doing. Hope, uh, hope everything is understandable. Yeah, very cool. All right, so you know, I've heard, I've heard a um, your, part of your pitch before. It's very good. Um, where I would start is like in terms of this kind of tokenization of RWAs, you have probably three <laughs> things that are coming up as issues. Um, okay. Num number one was supply. So are you able to get uh, a ton of supply? Like, I mean, that's kind of like the first part. Okay. Uh, about supply, there is no problems with the supply. I will be honest with you. Because uh, the whole property developers and property owners, like most of them is uh, the like businessmen and uh, those businessmen uh, when they see demand they come in and uh, they use the demand uh, and bring in supply to that demand so it's not a problem from the supply side uh, to fill our platform with the uh, options uh, for investments so this is the reason uh, this is the reason i think it's not a problem okay. so let's go to the next thing when you go to these guys and you say hey we have buyers on chain <clears throat> and that want right. access to your assets, it's, it's pretty straightforward. They're like, great, great, we wanna sell and maybe we can get a premium for selling it on chain. Now let's go to the other side. The other side is, how do you plan to drive demand for assets on chain, such as real estate? Yeah. Yeah, that's that. That's one of the most complicated things uh, currently, and uh, that what we're trying to solve at the moment. And uh, almost any any demand, and uh, like. Any any platform right now uh, who is providing the marketplace services uh, has that problem, right? And uh, but when we will see that sharing economy is developing right now, and the sharing economy from the perspective side, I mean, like Uber or Airbnb solutions are uh, right now um, like daily routine. The same will be with uh, like with the with other platforms uh, for example like ours when people are making investments and there is one big opportunity from the legal perspective because from the legal side we as a platform we don't own any property that are tokenized through our platform because from the legal side we allow into people like combine themselves into the DAO and that DAO and we provide in the infrastructure for DAO to manage the properties through connecting it with the services companies. So uh, we currently see the huge demand for the people uh, who 
was not able to invest in the real estate. So like there is more than 400 million customers and uh, who are not able to invest in it. Got it. So how are you going to access them? How are you going to access yeah. these customers? Yeah. So currently, um, it was not uh, be possible like one or two years ago because uh, there was no uh, any kind of services like account abstraction, ERC, 43, 37, and uh, that kind of things. So we bring in mostly Web2 users to the Web3 space and uh, by like easy onboarding process and bringing them more sustainability and the transparency with the blockchain technology. So we're attracting them just uh, with a regular marketing campaigns uh, uh, such as uh, influencers, uh, such as uh, uh, Google and Facebook advertisement. So that kind of things. All right, so and the pitches, and, and, the pitches, we're going to go against. Um, we're going to go and get users the way that Web two companies get users. Now, are you familiar with like, like Patch or any of these other like different companies that like have these online fractional buying real of real estate? I mean, there's like, uh, yeah, prop tech. I mean, there's probably like eighty companies out there that like in the prop tech uh -huh. space. What is your yeah. unique value proposition against these 80 other prop tech companies? Mm -hmm. If you're all buying for the same Web2 dollars, you know, what's your mm -hmm. unique distribution? Yeah, the best, like our unique proposition that is uh, on those companies, people don't own their properties and uh, they cannot decide what to do with their properties. On our platform, people are able to decide what to do with the properties because we are providing an infrastructure layer and they decided what to do with DAO. So uh, that kind of things helping to us, uh, helping to us uh, like be, as I already mentioned, more transpar transparent and uh, flexible. Okay, Oleg, you're not answering the question, man. And, and you know, my, my major problem with RWAs is that yeah. FinTech companies are already very, very efficient. So right. the, the unique distribution angle in here is like you have to have some sort of unique distribution. And you can say, hey, now people anywhere in the world can access it. And then the question becomes, right. well, how do you get those people, right? Like is, if you're going to say, oh, no, it's, you know, it's crypto influencers and crypto whales that want to kind of hedge their assets. Cool. Mm -hmm. Like then, then that's the pitch, right? And we've seen some growth here. Then you, you got to test that. But I'm going to post a link here underneath the space. and to 69 different like billion dollar prop tech firms that are all buying against the same ads that you're said you're going to grow your company with. And, and like, to me, I just don't, I, I think that's where it kind of like it falls apart. So figuring out that channel that you have to mm -hmm. get new people into the flow to, to get access to that property and, and what channel like works for you is probably where I see the, the main issue um, in this pitch today. Do I think real estate's going to be on the blockchain? Yes. Do I think it reduces like regulatory compliance and, and fees? Yes, I 100% mm -hmm. do. Um, it, do I think that's a really, really huge business just in reducing those fees? I, I actually don't think so because you're, you're not talking about uh, a ton of fees until like everybody gets on a, a standard like MLS in the United States or whatever the other you know standards are for other real estate throughout the rest of the world. But so distribution is the thing that matters. And, you know, I don't know if it's APY or APR and yield because yield is marketing and crypto. But, you know, effectively, uh, 
if you're competing with the same marketing dollars against a bunch of billion dollar companies, like I'm, I'm, I'm scared for you. Yeah. And thank you so much for your scary. And uh, there yeah. are so many things that uh, like we need to figure out, still figure out. And of course, uh, those companies cannot compete with us because uh, in the future, because we, they cannot provide uh, that kind of things that we can provide with the blockchain, such as uh, flexibility, liquidity, and all that stuff. So our main goal is not just to tokenize the properties, because we already did it. And uh, we start from the properties on, uh, like, ready for rent properties. Right now, we uh, already developed the product, and uh, we will publish it uh, for the properties on the construction stage. And But a little bit later, with the blockchain technologies, we will uh, give the possibility for the people to buy the properties and uh, use it as an asset more efficiently but, and allow them with the tokenization to trade it. And we already have the secondary market. But in the future, it's not possible to create such kind of mechanisms like uh, derivatives for RWA, right? when you have yield from the property and you can separate the yield from the asset. But with the tokenized asset, we can do that. So that's uh, what's matter about efficiency. And what's matter about the selling the property from that perspective, tokenization also gives a lot of opportunities because it's saving a lot of time. And uh, it's given a, a bunch of uh, like significant improvement of transferring ownership rights uh, with the tokenized, tokenized assets, not just like uh, that kind of things. And okay. what about the market? Yeah, and one last thing, last, yeah. one last thing that we, what we are providing right now. The most of the property, uh, like uh, prop tech companies, uh, they are not able to build a network for uh, the real estate agencies. But we building right now the network for real estate agencies also and uh, allow to any property owner or property, property developer and agent and agency uh, sell the like properties with the small shares. Hey, so, so, so of, this is yeah. this... Okay, so next time someone asks you how are you going to distribute, lean into yep. that. My, I, we have a distribution uh, okay. channel with real estate agencies. Okay, We're, okay, okay, okay. Like that's the answer, not like, hey, I'm going to like partner and, and go against like a multi, you know, a bunch of billion dollar firms. No, we have sharp sure. elbows. We're rolling up our sleeves and we're doing the hardcore BD work of partnering with X amount of agencies that, mm -hmm. and we're already helping X, and we're you know looking at Y, and it's going to generate Z. In terms of property and demand, Oleg, Rad, yeah, and thank you, a bunch yeah, and I will be honest with here. you, yeah, yeah, I will be honest with you. We already launched two offices, one in Indonesia and one in Montenegro, and soon we will launch like third locations, like Kazakhstan, and that given an opportunity for everyone to invest, like almost everywhere in the properties, and this is one of the greatest things too, because they don't uh, need to invest in one market, but most of the platforms working on one market. Yeah, absolutely. Without tokenization. Well, keep, dude, keep rolling up your sleeves, digging ditches, building trenches, and, and going after those agencies, man. I think, I think that's a, a very, very solid, solid play. When you can, when you kind of lean into the infrastructure for agencies, like it gets sticky in every agency you help. And if it's part of their processes, that, that never goes away. So, yeah. Awesome way to, um, to roll up your sleeves. Rad, man. Well, yeah. Appreciate Thank you, you so uh, popping up here. For and, no, thanks for joining. Uh, Joe, you got any feedback? Last feedback for Oleg? No, just that I'm excited. I think the the 
on-chainification of real estate is going to do the same thing to that Robinhood did to some of those blue chip stocks, fractionizing Amazon shares. Right, it made more people be able to buy Amazon. So I think I think this is a huge step in the right direction. I'm looking forward to getting to play around with the app when it's live. It's already live. You can join and then uh, make a registration and start using it. <laughs> well, right on. Always welcome. All Thank right, you man. so much, guys. Thanks, Olaf. All right, I think we got we got Captain John next. Hey guys, uh, yeah, great to uh, to be on with uh, with you, Joe, Brian. Appreciate uh, you giving me the time here, and to the other speakers and founders. Uh, I love what you guys are building. Uh, keep on pushing. Uh, yeah, so uh, came on to talk about Onekin, which is my company, uh, and uh, I'm the CEO and the founder uh, of the company. We uh, we've been working in the uh, Web three space for for over three years, um, and have uh, done a number of things. Uh, but for the last two years, uh, we've really been focusing on how we can address some of the core issues uh, that we experienced uh, in building games in you know the game by web three gaming space. And um, you know we uh, we've been building out a platform um, and a tech stack that will be kind of coming out of stealth, uh, really beginning uh, over the next couple of weeks, and we're pushing all through Q1 and Q2. Uh, and at the core of what we're trying to to do, you know, one is you hear it all the time that um, X game is going to be the game that onboards the next billion users. Um, and, you know, that narrative gets pushed, you know, quite frequently. Uh, but, you know, we began building games in this space and we're a studio ourselves, and but uh, saw so many problems with that narrative um, that weren't going to lead to the the adoption that we want to see uh, in, you know, in order to, to really to drive the space forward. And so, Basically, what we're coming out of stealth with over the next uh, the next you know weeks and months is going to be our our first two major products in what we call the assimilation uh, tech stack. And basically, what we're trying to say is that you know don't onboard, which can you know really is just about trying to to you know slap on crypto execution inside of gaming. Uh, we need to you know more deeply immerse uh, you know gamers into these universes. We need to make the uh, experiences feel more native to what they're used to. We need to uh, really bridge that divide. And um, one of the first products that we've been building out for a long time that will be coming to market is uh, is a consumer facing product called uh, the OnePass. And basically the premise of this is um, we want to unify all the different blockchains and uh, the, the creators that are building across it uh, and basically give access to consumers uh, to all games across all chains uh, with a single subscription. Uh, so you can think of it, our first product as a decentralized Xbox Games Pass, um, where basically any consumer will be able to come to our platform, uh, begin uh, subscribing on a monthly basis, and receive exclusive content from over 75 partner games that we have uh, basically uh, under contract and, and you know that we'll be providing said con uh, content. This is across uh, basically all of the major gaming ecosystems from uh, Solana to Polygon to uh, Immutable X. Time, time, time. Captain. Captain Jack. Captain. My man. Hey. I uh we've talked before. That was rough, bro. 
I like I kind of I know what you guys are building, but you didn't get there until like the very very end. You gotta like flip that around like completely. Sure, sure, sure. Like it just was. It was, and I know you have like um, some NDAs and, and releases and things that you can't talk about. But like what you can talk about, like gotta like shrink that up and tighten that up, man. Um, I'm all in for a Web three, you know, Game Pass, like One Pass, right? I like, dude, I'm hyped about it. As a gamer, I game with my kids. Like, I, I'm super excited about that. Instead of having to buy, like, you know, what, a hundred one NFTs to play like a hundred different games, like, it's nuts. Right now, it makes zero sense. So, I think the the main problem is is that you have a like, there's like three problems, right? And um, really driving in and honing in on those like distillation of those problems is up front. And you know, then you come up with the solution and then why you guys. So the problem, first problem is, is gaming NFTs are crazy expensive. So if I want to play the game and have a gaming NFT, like I have to be super rich, which makes no sense, right? So that's problem number one. Number two, there's not really a good way to distribute like these NFTs and these, and these digital assets to non-crypto native people. So that's, that's the second problem. And the third problem is that you got bridging and multi-chain like fiasco that there's no way that like most people are ever going to deal with that. So I would quantify the first three parts about kind of what I said into like the, the, the problems and like really hone into like a, you know, 10 second, 10 second, 10 second. And like the goal here is to get to a minute. So if you get people shaking their head, yes. Oh, that's a problem. Oh yes, that's a problem. Oh yes, that's a problem. We've built a solution for it. Oh, thank God, right? Um, and I know a little bit about your solution. So this gets a little bit, you know, uh, <laughs> behind the curtains a little bit. And I don't want to, I don't want to get into that too much, but I think, um, you know, 10 seconds on each problem or less. And then you say, hey, we, we have uh, a Web3 game pass called OnePass that solves all of this, solves these three problems. And then, then go into why you guys, like, in which I didn't, you know, I heard about research, I heard about, you know, some other stuff, doing stuff in Web3 for a long time, but I didn't really hear much about, you know, why you. So it's, for me, for me, I'm a, I'm a growth guy, so I'm always thinking about distribution. And um, is the problem real? Is the solve? Is the solution? Does the solution make sense? How are you going to distribute it? And then who's behind it? You know, that's that's kind of what I'm optimizing for most of the time. Um, so that's my feedback. Joe, what do you got? Yeah, I definitely want to give him a chance to respond to your feedback, but I do have some other. Okay. Well. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, no. Hey. Good. Hundred uh, percent. Uh, I think. Um, we could spend hours talking about the the problems that are, uh, you know, in the Web3 gaming ecosystem from a pitch perspective, uh, getting straight to the solution makes sense. I think, you know, a lot of the notes that you're talking about are more on my presentation and there's no question passionate about this. And uh, as my team, who I see one of them on the call can tell you I'm a little verbose. So I'll work on being more concise. Yeah, especially like just with with investors, uh, you know, we We've we've introduced you guys to a couple of investors and ecosystems, and it's just like getting it down to like a one killer sentence or two is is just there's so much going on, especially as we move into a bull. I gotta say, dude, like the amount of attention span 
like investors have is like it's like the amount of like fruit flies. It's it's, it's nuts. And then yeah, I just, I also wanted to just add uh, more of more of a question. Obviously, I heard heard the pitch way back when, and it doesn't sound like much. Had, you didn't really give any new information, and so just personally, I'd love to hear what is what's new. When can I use this, and what does that actually look like from a first-time user experience? Do I have to pay once? Is it a subscription? Is that already moving and grooving? What does that all, all look like? Yeah, as I mentioned, we're coming out of stealth. So uh, basically, the first thing we're going to be doing is a Web3 offering, uh, basically where it's a founder's pass uh, that allows basically, you know, really the existing space is who we're targeting with it um, to, to kind of give them uh, that NFT one time buy gets you access to the platform, um, basically uh, in perpetuity and, uh, and then but our platform is built for mass adoption. So uh, after that, uh, basically, the only time you'll be able to buy like an NFT like that. Uh, otherwise, it'll be a monthly subscription uh, on your credit card, like you would pay for Xbox Games Pass, Prime Gaming, any of the gaming service subscriptions. And then to to one of Brian's points as well, which is the arguably the biggest problem that hopefully you guys are solving, which is in order to play a game, I shouldn't have to pay hundreds, thousands of dollars to buy an NFT. So, is your Game Pass going to enable me to bypass that that process because i feel like a lot of these games they're still going to want people to buy that first nft for instance so how does that how do those two things play into each other and how are you guys bringing new games into the web pass what's in it for them yeah, that's why I call it dis, uh, decentralized distribution, um, decentralized Xbox Games Pass, if you will. Uh, and so, you know, one of the products as well that we'll be coming out with later in the year will be a TGE for our tokenomics. Uh, basically, we can uh, hope to see a white paper coming out over the coming weeks uh, that details how game publishers and the content creators basically become, uh, you know, part of that ecosystem. And we uh, distribute the the earnings on the front side, even the ones we take it in fiat, based off of the amount of content that's distributed. So to your point, um, a lot of games want you to buy that really expensive NFT um, and the NFT meta that you know the space has grown up with, with ten thousand piece collections at one ETH. That does not work for gaming. It's one of our core premises. Um, and so uh, we're providing a new business model for games to participate in and begin generating recurring revenue. Uh, and uh, again, grow user bases from the you know tens to hundreds of thousands to the millions and hopefully billions of people that we want to reach uh, these games to reach. Right on, man. Captain, Cap you going to need Denver? You know it. All right, dude. I, I got something for you. I'll DM you. Sweet. Yeah, we're going to be doing a big activation with a number of uh, key partners, including some of those under the NDA at GDC as well. Um, but keep an eye on Onekin's Twitter. We're going to be rolling out uh, a whole bunch uh, because, yeah, Mavila, as you heard, got a lot to say. <laughs> Pleasure as always, man. We'll see you in Denver. Thanks, man. Core disruption. Hi, can you hear me okay? Loud and clear. How are we doing, man? 
Um, hello, everyone. Uh, I'm Galen, uh, co-founder of Mplex. Uh, at Mplex, we're not just uh, creating games, we're creating uh, experiences to revolutionize the way we play video games using Web3 technology with our cross-genre multiplayer trade and combat simulation game Core Disruption. Our journey began with a vision to unlock the full potential of virtual reality gaming, but as we evolve, so does our vision. Uh, we started creating. Uh, we started by creating a proprietary simulation sickness reduction technology, um, achieving a 98% effectiveness rate in eliminating discomfort for players in VR in high-intensity gameplay experiences. Uh, this is something we plan to create uh, value with even in non-gaming applications in the future. Uh, but since launching our, our VR game demo, we've received a lot of feedback from players. Um, that's led to the expansion of our vision now, transitioning the experience over to Unreal Engine 5 and being built on the blockchain. Uh, this feedback is also why we're transitioning our game to uh, non-VR, uh, embracing a play-to-earn model with three primary ways to earn, through player skill, time commitment, and random chances. Uh, our game will encompass cross-genre gameplay with total war efforts between factions. Uh, various leadership positions within these game modes will be held by the respective NFT holders. Um, I'm excited to be presenting this vision to you today uh, in a world where automation and AI are reshaping job markets. Core Disruption offers perhaps a part of a solution. Uh, our platform provides an opportunity for individuals to not only engage in immersive gaming experiences, but also earn a livelihood through play to earn. Instead of fear around these new challenges, we can embrace the future where gaming empowers players. Uh, thank you very much. Um, I'll be on a uh, can answer any questions that you guys may have. So games are hits-driven business, and I love games. And I think it's hard to kind of visualize it. Um, and it's really like a, it's a hits-driven business, right? It's like, you know, what are DAUs? What are, you know, how much time do they spend? What's like the retention rate? Like all, all of those types of game, like gaming metrics really really come important and um i when we qualify from our side if we help on people with grants or um uh, or investment sometimes we basically have a series of questions and i think i think this series of questions because because it's really hard to evaluate like either the game is rad and it like goes viral and everyone's like oh my god i gotta have it um or you know it, it's you know it's a, it's another game and the, the vast am amount of games that have been created. So the question that I would just drive into is, uh, you know, what have you done before? Like, is this the first game that you built? Do you have a background in gaming? Like, who's the team? Um, okay, I can include that. Do you want me to answer that now or, yeah. or this just for feedback? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so um, I did mention actually in the pitch that uh, we have uh, built a VR demo and launched it on, uh, I didn't mention that we launched it on a specific platform on the uh, Quest uh, um, App Lab. Um, but uh, that is, and uh, we have a team of 12 people. So there, there are 12 developers right now, um, some artists and some, uh, some technical people. Uh, and that VR demo is the only thing we've made that's in the gaming space, but we've also created some uh, uh, VR uh, experiences for some clients as well, just to just to raise a little bit of money when we were first starting out. Okay, so is there any cl clients that you can like state, or is it all kind of private? 
I, I mean, I don't think they anybody here would would know any of them. They're very small, but um, there was N three Technologies. Uh, they they had us do a uh, a VR uh, gambling uh, application. Okay. How long how long have you been um, building uh, VR applications? Well, we've been focused on just this one title uh, since 2015. So we've been working on it for a very long time. Whoa, nine years. Whoa. Yeah. yeah we've intense. built a lot of stuff, and, uh, and most of it has not been revealed. Yeah. That's an intense amount of stuff. And so you're launching in the, the Web3 component. Is, you, are you going to have any issues with Quest blocking that? Or is that all kind of all around? Is it a, like a side load type of thing? Or is it easy to get through the store? The uh, the quest demo. Yeah, the well, the demo. Are, are you gonna like uh, launch it on the web? Is there is there like a good place to launch Web three virtual reality places, or are you gonna have to build the market from the ground up? No, like like I said, we're transitioning the game to to a non VR platform. Got it. Uh, just VR is just too it's too niche still. Even though it's getting bigger, um, it's still just not uh, big enough for our uh, long term goals. We are going to have, because the game is cross-genre, there's going to be some game modes that are going to be playable with VR, and there's some that's going to be reliant on VR, but that's not, um, you're not going to need it to okay, play. Okay, so, so Core, uh, meet Cap'n Ja, Jack of uh, Onekin Labs. He's going to solve all your distribution problems. Um, uh, and I, I can tell you more after the fact, uh, you know, if you got a, you know, good playable game demo launch and all that type of stuff, uh, there, there are distribution partners coming. Um, it, it's, I, games are just, um, games are very opinionated and, and subjective. You, you like them, you love them or, or you don't. And, and it's, and it's hard. This may not be the best, uh, format to go over your game because it's 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 hard to visualize it and understand the level of quality and it was something like you know working on it for nine years it's like it's gonna be should be like really really well it, it was at the end of 2015 yeah. so so eight years, eight years. um the demos also was only made in a few months because that was originally we were going for pc-based vr um, but just considering the market conditions, we just uh, we, we, we just made a push to do quests to see if we can get some momentum built on How that. How many quest games are there now? Oh, I don't know. Um, yeah. it's, there's, a, there's, a, there's thousands on, the, um, yeah. um, on the, the App Lab, like the non-official uh, VR uh, cha- uh, channels and is it is but, it like um, a is this is this path like an indie release and then you you raise funding and then you get picked up by another studio and they kind of license the title or how does that normally work well we've been trying to avoid working with any um like we we really wanted to self-publish um because uh just working with publishers is kind of a there, there's there's problems with that um but um there there were uh what was what was the other part of your question it was just like I, you know uh some of the marketing budgets for the these things are incredibly incredibly massive it's what yeah so i i guess i guess what I nine years 
to Brian's to Brian's point, something like uh, pitching a, a game, you'd probably the only way that it would be be easy to resonate just audibly without showing us a demo would say, yeah, we've got two million dollars in marketing budget, or we're partnered with XYZ big gaming studio to release it, or something like that. Otherwise, we really have to see the game. I, I would be interested right. in actually seeing it and playing it. Um, that's that's my two cents. That's that's always my favorite part is whenever somebody's interested, I, I want to show them the game because that's the uh, that's the strongest part of our of our pitch, really. Um, but um, yeah, no, um, we're partnering with uh, yeah. Marketing has not been um, something that's been an issue with us. Uh, so um, we're partnering with uh, Square Vault with Nathan uh, that you know. Um, and uh, we're, we're working on a new marketing campaign. That's uh, it, we're we're totally uh, we're we're looking to raise two million, and about half that is going to be spent on the marketing campaign. Yeah, getting getting the right KOLs and the right streamers to to get it hyped, um, and then you know with with yeah. uh, against kind of what what Captain was saying before, a lot of the gaming companies you you build the hype, you get the right KOLs on board. You you give them um you know a percentage or or some royalties or whatever, and then you sell like right. I we had one of our people who were like going to be a client with sold eight million dollars of NFTs on Arbitrum, and never even released a game. So <clears throat> some of this is um, marketing community before uh, in crypto, marketing community can kind of wipe away all the problems, and and, and if prices continually going up. Like nobody cares if the game is even released, which is kind of like completely backwards in most industries. Um, and you guys have a product and which is rad. And so kind of leaning into like teasing out the speculative juice that you have there uh, is something that I would really look into, um, especially as you after you raise around, you have some marketing dollars, really like lean into that speculative juice because that's what the crypto native people are are most hyped about is can i get in early is this gonna pump is this the next narrative does this have like the next potential and um it's just really a, a really weird different mechanic than any other kind of like traditional business right okay yeah i'll try to uh i took some notes and i'll, I'll try to see if i can rework it to uh focus on what you call the speculative juice it's interesting <laughs> yeah the pump Gotta respect the pump, bro. You gotta respect gotta, the pump. You gotta get we the pump and respect you, the pump. Appreciate you coming up here, man. Okay, great. Anything else, or we good? No, that's we, it. That's it for man. now. I uh, we'll circle back and and have some more chats. Cool. Okay, great. Thanks. All right. Looks like we got Olu Wole. Hope I said your name right. Yeah, you're correct. Hello, you guys. <laughs> I'm um, Olu Wale and I'm the co-founder of um, Audacity DAO. What we do is um, create access to private and capital-intensive markets through tokenization and fractionalization, basically RWA, reward assets. Uh, the simple way to think about us is um, global infrastructure partners for RWA. For a lot of RWA platforms out there, they are bringing in already built um, traditional assets on board. What we're trying to do is create our own assets. For example, um, um, we, we could um, bring on, um, sorry, sorry, sorry for that. Our approach is to bring on um, industry experts into our DAO to recommend 
um, the best investment um, opportunities for our users. And the way we aim to do this is to bring on um, high-intensive uh, assets. For example, I would um, make a personal example. I'm from Nigeria, and we need a lot of infrastructures that the government cannot provide. So one of our, our opportunities is to um, collaborate with the government and create assets that is needed by um, the country at large. This way, we can share the um, revenue from those assets with our users. So um, that is basically what we do. Uh, we welcome your cool. questions. All right. So what's what's the asset that you're most excited about that you're going to list and tokenize? Okay. Um, the asset I'm most excited about currently is um, fast trains. I currently what is fast trains? Um, light, light, light speed trains. Sorry. <laughs> Like the actual train or the, the trips or like the actual hardware? The actual hardware, yes, yes. Um, like I mentioned before, what we plan to do is to become, um, I don't know if you know about global infrastructure partners. They just got acquired by um, BlackRock. What they do is pick each infrastructure in different areas of the world and build them based on the, um, on the um, research that has been done by their partners. So what we want to do basically is do this on the blockchain by bringing on industry experts and um, making this the revenues from these assets, assets, um, tokens, basically, yeah. Okay, so you you have a physical train, and what does an <laughs> average train cost? Well, honestly, we've not done the, um, the economics in that area. I will be okay. honest, but we got to do that towards man. it. Yes, going back to the last last talk speaker, like you know, it's the speculative juice. Yeah. So we're gonna do we're gonna do an asset. We're gonna bring it on. We're gonna we're gonna fund this train. We need yes. ten million dollars to fund this train, and then after the train is built and sold to BlackRock, we're gonna receive thirty million dollars. And so we just need enough cash flow to get this train built and put it on there. Uh, RWAs are effectively how good the underlying asset that you have and what's you know what's the speculative juice on that asset so yeah. you know if it's real estate you're you're talking about a hedge if you're talking about you know talking about blackrock buying a company and the in, in building these fast trains you, you got to know the numbers on how much you need for your first asset where does the yield come from where does the return on investment come from do, do you have another uh example of a rwa that you're bringing on chain yeah, yes. Um, what I mentioned earlier is we're currently um, building a start. And um, what we like to do is we, we don't just want to bring on um, speculative assets. We're currently onboarding industry experts that can help us do the proper due diligence on the type of assets we want to bring on. I have so many personal assets I would like to mention, but the due diligence has not been done through um, the people we want to bring into our DAO. One of the other assets I could mention is um the the we we are um, cassava farm. Nigeria is I'm sorry that I'm personalizing, but there there are really um, huge opportunities in um so many uh, agricultural produce that that are being left behind there, and we want to tap into these areas. Okay, I'm not I'm not too familiar with that. Um, and and 
Do you, do you know what the market of, of speculation or commodities trading for that asset is? No, I don't. We don't on our due diligence. Yeah, dude, you got to know your numbers, bro. Because like that's that's kind of like what it is, right? So I, I would say in the RWA space, you, you what you're getting is people that are like industry experts looking for more ways to expand and distribute. Like Oleg before is like, hey, we're working with real estate agencies, right? And, you know, that's a rad channel distribution partnership, right? And the more real estate agencies he gets on, the more assets he gets listed, the more assets he gets listed, the more fees he gets, token go up, right? So understanding those numbers or understanding the channel partners is like where you have to be. If you're not directly, if you don't have the direct experience of going after any of these individual assets where you kind of understand the uh, financial and economic mechanics, you're going to have to partner. And um, yeah, so I think there's, my, my, my number one thing with RWAs is, it, you have to have an asset that people want to speculate on um, because crypto is full of hedging and speculation and, and volatility, right? So it's, it's all about selling volatility. It's all about selling leverage and selling more exposure or, um, you know, shorting and, and hedging and, and, and covering and doing cover calls and things like that. So got to understand your assets, man. Um, but, uh, you know, thanks for coming up. Thank you. All right. Thank you, sir. Ausaf, do you want to try one more time? Absolutely, guys. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yes, sir. Okay. Wow. Twitter is great, isn't it? <laughs> okay. So I'll get started. Hi, I'm Ausaf, the CEO of Chevy, a platform where we connect the sneaker marketplace with crypto. In other words, we're basically the DoorDash for the sneaker shopping experience. Three years ago, we got started. We started basically with connecting uh, with local sneaker stores. And over the course of years, we connected with almost 100 plus stores in Jersey, Chicago, Delaware, Connecticut. While being connected, we kind of saw a lot of stores being shut down and others, you know, like literally struggling with sales because of giants like StockX, Goat. And they faced some, you know, really huge issues such as customers questioning the authenticity of the sneaker product, given the counterfeit market is worth $509 billion and the top category of sneakers. Also, these stores, they have very limited payment methods, mostly cash. A few of them have card options. And also there's not a single uh, point of buy and sell except for you know the large giants like StockX and Goat. At Chevy, we're basically trying to solve that. From a theory feed view, we are kind of like an e-commerce for local sneaker sellers. But under the hood, we shook our first deal with the Scale Network, a zero gas fee VM to allow everyone to buy and sell sneakers using crypto with the least amount of fees possible, along with you know other payment methods. We struck deals with all the local sneaker stores that I just mentioned. Uh, we went ahead and verified the authenticity of all the sneakers and their distributors as well. And currently, we are building our robust platform and uh, planning a launch by uh, the first week of April. And uh, our entire plan was to understand and get our skin in the sneaker business before we started building our product. And uh, that's that's pretty much it. Would would love some feedback or you know some some questions. Dude, I honestly I love I love your pitch. Thank you, man. <laughs> like I I love the idea. It's it's a it's a new asset. It's a, it's it's a it's kind of like yes, there's there's crazy speculative demand um, on 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 a product that's really really status driven, uh, and people will always as long as you know. 
as long as it, it, people are are, pro, are are procreating in in life in the world, we'll always be playing status games, and sneakers are one of those status games that we're going to play. My my only feedback is I have zero clue how big the market is, and and my my biggest fear. But it sounds like you're it's grinding. It's pretty big. And you're, yeah, it sounds like you're grinding and you're making partners and you have a distribution channel and you're just giving yeah. them another way to. Uh, get access to different capital so other people can speculate. And I, I, I think it has potential, man. Um, I just don't know how big the industry is. The industry is pretty big. It's uh, roughly $300 billion, you know, and, you know, along with that, uh, crypto in itself has a market cap of $1.5 I guess we'd be the first one to introducing crypto to the sneaker business. And uh, as I said, we're basically the DoorDash for the sneaker shopping experience. So, and also we took care of all the distributions of partnerships as, you know, you kind of reiterated. So, that was our game plan, and we were really glad that you know we were going down that route. And also, you know, the the, the partnership with Scale Network is is really amazing. Uh, you know, we have some promised grants uh, downline coming our way, uh, but I mean, we don't necessarily need it, uh, given that we have the distribution and also the buyers and sellers in place. But yeah, I mean, everything on top or the cherries on top are always beautiful. I also have a question: How are you guys yeah. getting new sneaker stores? hooked up onto your platform? Oh, it's so, given that we have had some great experience working with almost, well, not necessarily working, but connecting with almost 100 plus sneaker stores, as I mentioned, in a couple of states. Um, so like you from word to mouth or, you know, one store having connections with another, we just uh, go ahead and like, you know, pitch Chebby, our platform. And they usually are more than inclined to like, you know, selling our online platform. Uh, because most of them are not necessarily online. They try to market their sneakers via Instagram, via Facebook. They burn a lot of money. Whereas on Chebby, we, given that we already have some decent amount of popularity, they get convinced really easily to sell on an ongoing sneaker marketplace versus trying to sell all by themselves. Right on. So it's, it's, it's a pretty simple pitch. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm sorry I couldn't make it more fancy. No, 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 that's, no that's, that's 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 rad. That, I mean, that's what makes it like you increase your TAM by getting more sneaker stores, and there's always going to be like fashion, right? Mm -hmm. So fashion is every three months, the whole entire industry is flipping, and people are going to speculate and and want to get in, and and I uh, like I, I that's why I love it because it doesn't matter, you know, if it's you know red Yeezys this this or some sort of Nike like exclusive like you know limited supply version you're always going to have the next iteration of of assets um i like it man I, and and so your your go to market is get more partner with more stores and the more stores you get the more supply you get and you're just you're helping them distribute it in a new way and and i think in terms of like a lot of times you won't even need to ship that stuff, right? If you have some sort of custodian place placement in there, people can kind of like speculate like NFTs or speculate with token or whatever back and forth. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's ripe for crypto. So very cool. I would love to uh, connect after this. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And, you know, not going to take too much time, but just going to add this one last thing. Fed. Uh, I guess, you know, kind of following up uh, on what Joe asked about how are we getting new people, which I guess I can answer, but I kind of missed one point. That is that um, we also, you know, whenever we're pitching to anyone or any seller uh, in terms of getting on board on our platform, we try to pitch the fact that so far, you know, you have been doing Web 2. So transition to Web 3. And for that, we have a lot of educational videos and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, if a seller 
decides to go through educational videos and learn from it on uh, to understand how to actually sell stuff on a marketplace on a large marketplace let's say let's say if we were amazon but then again uh, if what if as amazon we were trying to teach people how to do it so if somebody goes through that it helps them at the same time this kind of solidifies our plan i mean if that works out it kind of solidifies, solidifies our plan of releasing Chebby's own NFTs online, which definitely at this point, we haven't done way too much research about it because that's a spectrum that's yet to be discovered. But um, so far, that's our plan. And that's pretty much, you know, what uh, we're, we're going going forward with. And with that, I'm going to, you know, go back to my afternoon coffee. Awesaf, real quick, what's your website? Oh, it's it's cheeb.co. One more time, ch. Yeah, it's cheb.co, chep.co. Okay, that's hard. My, my only feedback would be like, that's that's hard to communicate. <laughs> I'll, I'll drop it in the chat, man. No worries. Yeah. Right on, dude. Yeah, I've actually got a few people I'm going to shoot this over to as well. Amazing, man. Amazing. That's amazing, man. That's amazing. Thank you, guys. Yeah, I appreciate you for coming up, man. See you again. Joe, I think that's a, that's a cool wrap-up. I think we should that, we should that everybody i believe so yeah and then yeah, on, yeah. on a win uh and uh no it's, it's it's interesting like lots of different ideas lots of marketplaces a couple <laughs> a couple of rwas uh and we're gonna keep on doing this as we keep on pushing through and happy bull everyone happy uh i don't even know what it is at today but i mean tech tech prices today happy 50k bitcoin and um Let's keep on cranking and, and bringing some more assets on chain. So that's rad. This has uh, been Kill Crypto. We're at 50, almost at 52 Bitcoin. Joe, you got any closing remarks? No, it sounded like you might have a crying baby you ought to go tend to, though. Uh, you know, babies, they, they're going to cry, dude. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. I hope oh, everybody's that's right. Happy in Valentine's love, Day. Yeah. having fun. Go out to dinner. Take your loved ones out. Very cool. All right. Thanks, everybody. Well, we're going to do it again next week and uh, we'll, we'll get some, you know, so I will say like, I'll close remarks. Brian, found, Brian Colgan, founder of Alpha Growth here, where we help people prioritize and build tools in crypto. Um, we had two different ecosystem leads uh, listen to our Kill Crypto last week or two weeks ago when we, we did it. And uh, we, we made four introductions. Uh, two companies, well, three different companies to two different ecosystem leads. So I uh, just thank you for everybody coming up here. And, and we're going to send this out to the ecosystem leads we know and, uh, and and make some intros after the fact. So keep on grinding. We'll see you uh, next week. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works and we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt we rape and plunder the earth sit and wonder about the worth and plate ring around the rosy while the thunder is served motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets dead ants dragging out the max amount of payments red down days got them acting all bankless yo fam what check these token knocks they probing this bear flexing broken honest i had to lay my soul down i'm just roasting knotters and then to end a long day 11 bowls of chronic Never known the politic, I was born to frolic It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists
jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom Over impossible loss, it's all moss And I'm liking the odds Fondue in the morning, forming mycological bonds Flick the cap, yo, the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lay Stacked and non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage Like the shit is play for keeps Clowns, white knight, and all these Maybelines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle Eats, tearing apart your community All these low-hanging fruits Bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach Coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts And send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release When I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs We got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king You better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud Looking for mercy Before they find themselves Working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt, we rape and plunder the earth. Say and wonder about the worth and play. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Spaces.